Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. With your lashy asses. Nico in the building making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war. Hit the general. Yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, ayo. Hey, All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody. This is ethnic ish and more. Hey, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doin' pastor political shit, nigga. They doin' relationship shit. Like, my girl ain't mad at me for cheating no more, yo. Shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Baby, I'm not salsa, baby, but I keep a line. I'm gonna pull up in a new 
Fuck that chopper, that's that opera stopper. Hit you in your pocket. I fell in love with all this fucking money. You in love with drama. Say, say, baby, I'm not salsa, baby, but I keep a long one. Wanna, but if you wanna, please do. Be- 
Turn it on up. We back on another episode of Ethnic Issue More, episode 64. 64. 64. 64, if you want to use your good, your good languages and all that stuff. Jazz. Um, I would have said it in Spanish, but I ain't got enough time to be thinking about what I used to know. 
Um, I know one of y'all look like y'all know they don't know. You look like you know it. She <laughs> like, look, she <laughs> looking at me like, <laughs> she likes the same thing, Quattro. It's one of them. It's the same thing, Quattro. I think that's what it is. I only know one thing in Spanish. It's the same. It's the same. It's no, that's that's it. Eight, that's but when you get to when you get to the like the two digit number, I think it's the same thing. A quarter. That sounds right. That sounds yeah. very. Nico's right. so cultured. I'm just. Yeah, no. Nah, I took right. I took Spanish class for two or two and a possible. The only reason I got the possible. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I got the possible is because on the third day, uh, Spanish three, she was like, "So did everybody get their novel in Spanish?" I, I raised my eyes. What you mean? So like, oh, you got to read a novel and write a book about it. I said, "In what class?" She's like, this one. She's like, so who's not going to be here? I was like. Me. <laughs> okay. And that is how my journey of food class begins. <laughs> because I was a novel. Listen. I'm okay. like, girl, you was writing my this essays last okay. motherfucking year. How you think? Thank you for your time, man. Look, right. I barely want to. I'm like, girls, half of these students are struggling to read a novel in English. You think man. they going to read a whole novel and they damn Spanish? I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> I was sitting there like, nah, this ain't gonna work for me. I think I'm gonna take them two years and do what I do. As long as I can say O line count, I'm good. And I know if something sounds wrong, even if I don't know what you said, if everybody start mumbling and they all look at you, I'll just say to Madre and walk off. And me and your mama. Oh, okay. I just walk off. I learned that from that damn show back in the day. Look, that's what we used to do in high school today. I'm like, bro, y'all was speaking English before I got over here. Now all of a sudden y'all want to go back to your homeland native right. language. Nah, fuck Baseline. y'all. Yeah, they trying to talk with me. You can't do it. If you can't flame me in my language, then I don't want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> because if I can flame you back in yours, trust me, I'll do that shit. <laughs> Damn niggas don't want me to learn that shit. I'm just start going on tour flaming niggas in different languages <laughs> and see how well they get in. Let's I'm gonna write that down. Yep. Note to self. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> in different languages. I'm pulling up on everybody. I don't know. I would actually love culture to see me go on the stage. Man, Man bro. bro, I've thought about it. I've always thought about. It. I don't know how well. Like I doubt myself with it probably, just because I see people actually like structuring out jokes. Uh-huh. I don't think I can do that, bro. You don't have to do all that. I gotta freestyle. Yeah, that's how mine would be. But mine have a different show every every single time because I'm never gonna remember that shit. Because you know, especially in the age of social media, somebody might record it and then post it, and you'd be like, "Oh, you did the same jokes in Michigan." I'm like, "You're right, and you weren't there." So, like, what? If you weren't, if you weren't at the show, what did these same jokes matter to you? These for the new niggas. I don't even, I don't even understand that. You listen to the same song over and over, they get mad at me for telling you. You can't listen to the same jokes. No, unless you was doing that shit for years. Okay, like, bro, I'm like, all right, bro, you put you put a tape out. Four years ago with these same jokes, bro. Right. Like, come on. I mean, but you know, we watch Friday and still laugh. But th- that movie ain't supposed to change the comedy. That's supposed to be this set movie. I can understand. You got everybody got them set jokes that's just gonna always hit. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, bro, you ain't. That means you don't even care about your own craft if you don't even try no. to, to put something new into it. I'm like, bro, spice it up a little bit. Make me, make me know you still funny. Like Cat Williams, he just stop making new jokes. Then you just like getting too high and being on stage. No, hold on, wait. Cat Williams is always funny. Bruh, nah, not the past few years. Then later, the it's, later it's years. Once he stopped combing his hair, it started going down south for him. Once he stopped combing his hair, shit started going south for him. I ain't the one. No, it's not funny at all. And then he just starts sweating way too much during the yeah. drugs, <laughs> man. It starts to make me uncomfortable. Yeah. It would be like dripping out. Like yeah. his hair would be wet. He'd be slinging it back and it'd be like water coming out of it and shit. Well, I get it. Them lights is a mug. But I'm like, bro, you got to be on something else. I don't even want to say what I think Something else on top of the lights. That is the crack. 
so you step on stage sweating. Yeah, okay, just got her. You just got her. He just got her. And my thing is, nigga, you just got on stage. You can't. Well, you can't tell them put no fan up there. It was probably the velvet. Is that the one with the velvet? You 47 years old wearing a whole velvet outfit. Beyonce Beyonce says, that's nine months for them sets. You can't you can't compare Beyonce. He can, no, he yeah. can practice. No, he ain't the hearing of the nine months. Nine months to ask for a fan. <laughs> True that. True that. Okay. Keep, I'll be walking around telling jokes with the person. I knew you was hot when you got here, so I know you know you're hot. I know you hot. She practiced that. Oh yeah, no. Beyonce got to practice for endurance. It's because she moving across this mug for two hours nonstop. I don't blame yeah, him. Cat Williams just can. sitting. He just be moving across the stage. And after a while, I'm like, bro, I heard this in like 2001. I got to see this. I got to watch this. Mike you do. did that a few times. No, I do too, but he, he did that the last time he was here. Um, I was like, he's probably going to do it again when they come May 15th. I'll be there. May 15th. I'll be there on the float. Money like man coming that day too. I'll be on the blow yeah. ticket. Don't forget okay. about mean coat, so I can look like Frank Lucas and that motherfucker. You do that. Yes, still. Do that. Yeah. You deserve. That's my goal. Thank you. Everybody deserves a good. I feel like I want good mink. Like everybody good deserves mink. a good fur. Like I don't, want, I don't want the one that make people think, well, oh, he got money. But I want the one that like, oh, so we, that nigga got a mink on. That age, that status in life. Like now, I want a mink. You remember? Just for that one night, I'll take that motherfucker back. I just want to. I just want it for that one. But I have to find. It gotta have like a hood on. I want a hoodie, man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to kill animals. I want to just come on my coat like this and shit. Just shake out that motherfucker. Shimmy out that motherfucker. That shit don't ever come down on the regular. What do you think? Fern without kids. She's a step. Let's see, yeah. Baby. I want the mink. I want the mink till I see the ticket on it. I'm like, you know what? Phone fire ain't too bad. You got rabbit back there. Phone fire. I ain't got no pit. You ain't got no pit. And I'm like, I heard pit with she. Ain't got no pit food. Okay. All right. This ain't gonna work. Man, we sure used to wear the little rabbit coats back in the day. Now, remember like the little pilot looking coats? Yeah. yeah. But see, that was hard. Though. Man, it used to be low key. playing with them East Listen, on. I used to hate all the bubble coat. The Montclair. Why, why you because all the people that wore baby fat coats in my school was the disruptive ones. You always, you could look at somebody and I'm like, yeah, she got a baby fat Did coat. With the hood on. With the hood on. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> all the pregnant that girls had. Yeah. <laughs> you just put your hands in it. girl, you ain't took your hands out your pockets in three months. Straight. Oh, yeah. You have a fuck. Yeah, that ended up being me. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. winner of 2006. You can wear ponytails to the side. I had hair. But yeah, I'm you saying, side the, you know they had it. They the had it. It's a trend. You fit it. I knew it was a trend. <laughs> you know, I never had a baby fat coat. My mama would not purchase that. Did for you, me. You, so is yeah. that what? It was like all the trend, man. They had no, the ponytail. Like okay, but I, you know, like the people would really eat hot Cheetos in the morning for breakfast. Yeah, what the? They did hot Cheeto and cheese. The coat, the head, hot Cheeto and cheese. At eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I told somebody I'm like, you get me hot Cheeto and cheese. Best friend. Best friend. I don't know if that was just some shit in my school. I used to walk in. I'm like, girl, you got hot Cheetos and cheese. At least we had a snack at eight o'clock. You could come up and get in the morning. Eight o'clock. I never understood how niggas used to fight as soon as they got to school. I'm like, bro, it's seven thirty. That's how you knew they was back. Like at seven thirty in the morning. I'm not even up. First of all, I don't know if I could fight still. I don't know if I still got the endurance. Like if somebody ran up on me right now. 
I might have to take the L. But can you imagine fighting at seven thirty in the morning? Seven thirty, like just getting up and just fighting. Like, I don't I have don't the fight. energy. You I struggle to get out. It takes me too long to get my feet to even touch the ground at seven thirty in the morning. I remember that because I remember pulling up, seeing you here, getting out the car, we walking in, two girls in the parking lot, scrapping. It is seven all your homegirls amp you up. Yeah, beat that bitch ass yeah, in the morning. You had a certain outfit you came to get a fight. Yeah, you could tell. You had on sweatpants. This one girl, I'll never forget it, dog. She said, if anytime I'm finna get in a fight, I put the battle thong on. I said, excuse me, do I? She said, I got a battle thong. I only wear this. When it's time to brawl, and I said, "Okay, wow. y'all, y'all playing." It shouldn't be a thong. I'd be no. afraid. She my whole booty off. Get agile. She put on some boy shorts or something. She's gonna fight to the battle. She said, "The battle." I mean, your whole booty. I see. Are you gonna try to be sexy with your booty? Maybe a little because your booty fall out. You wanted to look nice. That's what I can think of. She had like a description on her period. Okay. She had a description behind it. She said it's something easier to move in. She never lost the fight. I saw her like Look, she won the fight. You should not Right you don't question it after you were in the She got the Do you got them drawers on? Right. I'll start betting. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got the drawers. Right. 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 I got 30 on Kish. Wow. She got the drawers on, on, bro. When she wear the drawers, she <laughs> agile. She, she move real swift like a cat, nigga. I'll be like, bro, she be. Bah, bah. Like, she get them flashy. Yeah, I never. I just see. I'm like, bro. That's the only thing I used to think. I'm like, bro, you was mad the whole night. You woke. You brushed your teeth, man. You washed your you face, everything, man. man. You got on possibly the bus, took a morning shower, man. Then you walked to the bus stop. And you were still mad. And then you rode all the way to the bus talking in the back. You probably was either quiet or you was telling motherfuckers, I'm finna beat this bitch as soon as I, I get to that, school. I think this like the adrenaline rush. I don't think it's really a mad. It's like, oh yeah, the anticipation of just, I'm finna whoop. But you mad. The only way I'm gonna like, be like, amped is if somebody told me. You gotta get mad to wanna whoop that ass. So you got, you mad. Be like, it's tomorrow, bitch, what's up? School started at 8 o'clock. You got to get on the bus by like 6.57, depending <laughs> on how far away you live. So I'm hey, just mad in the drill. I used to be up at You was mad from when you woke up. <laughs> okay, you was mad. You ate breakfast and cereal, ain't you? Probably, they they probably ate breakfast like this. Well, you mad yeah. niggas hold the whole <laughs> spoon. You don't eat your words because you don't even, you finna go back home anyway, so you don't even okay. waste your Nah, people that's doing that eating hot Cheetos. You if you ready to fight this, they had hot Cheetos already. Okay, yeah, right. I used to look at their fingers. I'm like, yeah, her shit stained red, bro. Watch her. Watch her. She gonna scratch a motherfucker to death today. I didn't get it. I still don't get it. Put it in their eyes. That's it. Fight over. That's, that's, probably, that's probably why kids, that's wrong with them now. They don't eat hot Cheetos and cheese in the morning. Okay. Was them kids. We was bad, they but we weren't that like, bad. I mean, you gotta think about though. If you think about back in our era, shit, she just came, he or she just came to school listening to Crime Mob. Soon right. I see this. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we had music to help us up. We had four yeah. minutes of music to help us yeah, up. Yeah. Now you only get a good minute and 30 seconds song. I don't know how mad you're you gonna get. Have any, get like, back good oh, you gotta listen. You gotta hear no, like, Everything is killer. Everything is about to kill you. Everything is a killer. So it's either I'm turned up and having fun. Oh, I'm on the block killing everybody in that grandma. That's 30 and it's loaded. What? Why you got to have 30 of them? Yeah, it's on. Them the only three ranges of some of these people. I'll be like, don't nobody just want to be nobody else? Like, don't they fight their music no more? No. We used to be in the, it used to be at Lincoln. It'd be certain songs they wouldn't play in the party. Because yeah, for some so reason it would incite yeah. niggas to fight. That was just Lincoln. That was literally any college party. Chief like, Keith. They would know. We actually have Chief that Keith. issue at the bridge. Niggas just start fighting. I can't remember what song it is, but Rad banned a song at the yeah, bridge. Yeah, bro, because it, it just like niggas up. 
Chief Keefer Nito was one of them songs. Man. I don't get it. And I was out of college at this point. But I was still like grad school. And I'm like, bro, why are y'all so amped up? You just start seeing it because niggas don't niggas dance. They already start that pushing shit. It take the yeah. one person to get pushed mm-hmm. wrong. He gonna swing on the first nigga you see. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole bra. That's yeah. a bra. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a bunch of niggas Girls in here. Girls falling out their heels. Yeah. It was always the girl fights in high school were always worse than the dude fights. They trying to draw us. Niggas are fighting be cool in two weeks. Girls typically don't punch enough. And so when you somebody pull your hurt, it's like, oh, okay, you trying to make me ball, now I gotta take your eyes out. Like, period. Yeah. I want to it gets way more brutal. And it's always over a boy. So it's like you gotta prove something. Yeah. People really fight girls really fight over things other than that at that age. It's true. like no, you got something to prove. I came down the hallway yeah, face out. and like I was late to class. I was super late. Of course. And the fight has already happened, but there's hair everywhere. <laughs> Weave. I'm walking past the doors. You see the kids just hanging in the windows looking. And I'm like, what went on here? Whoever shoe off, they lost. There was a shoe. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> Whoever shoe off, they lost. Your shoe so come off on the fight, you lost. That's it's an automatic L. What happened here? Automatic L, bro. Chick name. I don't know. Because like I said, my best friend, man. Shout out to Mars. I just remember we said skating one time. Like, will skate count as a shoe? Because I remember she. Every, I, this I knew somebody was gonna die. No, you might have to come up out of a skate. That's too much. No, she came out of her own. I'm talking about when you get knocked up out of your stuff. Okay, you get. Oh no, you get knocked out of your stuff. I'm like, 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 I'm yeah, you gonna fight somebody the skating ring? You gotta think somebody gonna hit you with one of these motherfucking boots. That's the only thing I'm gonna think of. Somebody gonna knock you. I'm not gonna hit one of skates. That's why I'm gonna get her. I don't wanna fight her. Don't fight me or her, okay? And like they, it was so it messed up his gun so gum so much he had to get surgery on his gum to get an implant. What if you fighting like multiple surgeries? Start getting hit, ran over by people. You can't do that. What? You can't do that. I'm not fighting you in the skate. Everybody gonna keep skating. Like I, niggas gonna stop. Skating. So, and then, like, it rarely oh, happens right on the floor. It's <laughs> always on the side. Look, we talk about skating now and accidents. My uh, uncle, I'm he got sure ran over know. by a train at a skating rink. A train. I'm yeah. on the skate, so I don't. Like oh, train of people. Oh, train of people. Like, yeah. like nobody did nobody stop? Oh, and they put him on the train tracks, and he just boom. What? No more legs. Lord. Yeah. Wow. Wait a minute. What? Wow. This got dumb. I thought she meant like a, a train of people. I thought like a train yeah. for a second. Like cha 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 cha. Because I've seen that happen no, before. Like <laughs> I was just saying, I'm damn. Yeah. I've pushed people out of the way, so I didn't get hit by well, the train of people. Well, it was an accident. It was done on purpose, but yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. People crazy. You better watch who you people playing with. Not saying. You know what I mean. No, I read the little bit. That's how But we used to have this girl named Portia. Everybody knew Portia could fight. Portia beat up everybody. I don't know what she be mad about, but Portia beat up everybody. Until he got to the last girl. I forgot who it was she fought. It may have been this girl named Precious. Both of them motherfuckers are strong as Yeah, they fight. They sound like They fight. They big time. Oh, no. That's what it was. Precious used to beat the fuck up out of everybody. Yeah, It was Portia that she tried to fight her. Portia beat the shit out of that girl. And I was just like, you can't fight nobody no more after that. I'm like, she be the light girl fights be funny though. They used to be in the bathroom fighting, knocking my fucking head into the the hand dryer, mm-hmm. all type of shit. I'm like, niggas just straight square up and fight. The most you're gonna do is get grabbed. A nigga slam you, like, he just can't fight, period. 
they ain't gonna try to hit you or something. But I was like, women ruthless. Yeah. Because they don't got time. We ain't finna be doing this all day. They no. get straight to the gusto. We finna fight, nigga. Stra- Fuck that. If I had a gun, I'd have shot you in this bitch. It's really one of them. The only fight my mom ever had is, like, in school, she fought this girl over a boy. The girl wanted to fight my mama over a boy. The girl swung and hit my mama and missed, and they was in gym, and she slipped on the floor. My mom just got on top of her. That lady is in her 60s now, still got a big scar down her face. My mama just would not let go. So as they pulling my mama, she, she pulling the girl deeper. face, digging deeper. Literally, lady 60-something years old, still got a scar on her face. I bet she remember that moment. Huh. Lesson learned. But you won't fight nobody else. Look, sometimes it takes. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> be motherfucker up. Sometimes it takes that. You don't be wanting to fight to somebody that's having I swear, cause I, ooh, I, don't know. I got my own set of stories. But yeah. I swear, but I don't fight like I ain't fight like no girl because I always been around dudes and like my play brother. I don't fight like no girl like, either. You gonna square up and you gonna hit like this. You ain't doing that catty ass shit. I got punch. Yeah, you don't fight like that. I hate watching punch her like. Y'all just all my bro. Uh, it's, it's like, cause see, she doing, they doing all that women. I'm just waiting. And then as soon First, as she done, this you can I tell by how they move if they can fight. There was one girl, she wasn't playing, dog. Her friend was standing next to her. She said, "Bitch, hold my." She literally said, "Bitch, hold my ponytail." Did my this, best friend did that. Took it off. So she had to pick it. She whoop, whoop, took it back. Way to the uh, playground. Stuck it <laughs> and walked straight to the office. She put it back. Yeah, but that one, I'm like, I already know I'm in trouble. I ain't got any. You ain't got to restrain me. Mm-hmm. I planned this. I knew I was going to be there with you last day. I actually messed up my next three days yeah, off of school. Thank you. Little do y'all know. I ain't even do it. So when they come over, just hi, Mr. Ferns. <laughs> come on, Jay. I got suspended for almost about the fight. I hated that, dog. Because we was in the cafeteria. And it would have incited. Posturing you, to fight. It would have incited people you to fight. You either going to suspend me for fighting or not at all. I told you, they gave me five days for almost about the fight. Nah, I said, I'm going to fight something. I'm going to hit something. I'm going to hit something. I'm going to hit something. You're going to suspend me. I'm going to beat y'all She's like, nah, because you would have got 10 days and got locked up. I was like, oh. well, we was in office. Okay. He said, suspend me or let me go back to class. We finna suspend you for posture. Well, I finna go fight for real. Right. You can't, there's no such thing as halfway crooks. I'm, like, I'm going off. Right. Right. Okay. I'm for real. I couldn't believe I was like, I ain't even get in trouble at the crib. Like, oh, wow. And I already, shit was like my birthday weekend, all type of shit. They gave me, that shit turned into nine days out of school. Oh my God. I was like, well, turn up. Fuck it. It's fine, and now, but now all the schools got zero tolerance policies, so the kids get put out. School to prison pipeline is very real. Yeah, you get get felonies now for fighting. You get felonies now. My son got a lunch detention. Yeah, three for laughing hard because somebody told a little girl she came out the bed. His homeboy said, "You got doo doo in your drawers," and my son bust out laughing. And they gave my baby three lunch detentions. When I say I was pissed, and I went off, I was like, "What the fuck for?" Oh, can I say that? Uh-huh. Fuck shit, damn yeah. shit. You, know you said all you want to. <laughs> yeah, we are internet <laughs> radio. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I thought, what the fuck for? I'm like, cause he laughed. They like, well, he laughed very loudly and so like, I said bullying. it was funny as fuck. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, they, they say have they have they they encouraging yeah. bullying. He like, mama. It was funny. He said she had. Not even touching all they laugh. Now, mind you, so sensitive, man. Everything. And I understand. These kids ask. I'm like, don't you? Don't say that's bullying because the kids is actually getting bullied. That that shit ain't bullying. Right. It's not. But they have to have a zero tolerance. It has to be. Everything is included. Because then, where, where do you draw the line? I'll stay put out of school. Because that's what I did. You I'll can't blame them. No like women, you you, we can sit at the See, table nah, and roast each other until that one guy mad that maybe end in a fight later on. But now I'll drop you out. can't roast them. You gonna take away my flaming? What am I here for? I came to school for lunch. It's a flaming. I'm quitting school. 
was you, you the one that told me. That was all we did. Yeah, bro. That was the reason I went to school. That was actually like how I met some of my best friends. My best friends, because I was baking the niggas, bro. And I actually told people, if I ain't talking about you, I ain't fucking with you. I didn't just randomly fuck with people because. I'm, I'm like, you don't never know somebody else. Today could be the day. Mm-hmm. He said, For nigga, real. say something to me. I'm going to beat the brakes off this nigga. Because you don't expect it. Nigga, fuck around, beat the brakes off. Yeah. So I ain't never talk about people just to be talking about people. If I talked about you, we was cool. Right. Boy. I'm messing with my people. Yeah, mm-hmm. nah, and you could talk about me back, and I ain't finna be yeah, in my feelings right. about this shit. Don't talk about me. Don't talk about me. But I know people like that. But see, them the people I ain't mess with because they be like, look, I'm going to tell you a friend. You got two of these motherfuckers jokes, <laughs> and it's like that. We go bang in this bitch. Like, right. 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 Because you already on that shit. Right. It ain't like you going to talk about me back. Like, you trying to fight out the gate. So it's like, I, fuck I, All right, yeah, as long as you weren't like a hypocrite about it. You can't like make fun of people. No, and no. Then, okay, I no, I can respect it. You start playing the dozens and all of that, baby. Playing I definitely. Girl, okay. <laughs> right. You came in like a TT. Yeah, we used to play dozens, baby. I used to play Shirley, I flame okay. Jeannie. I talk about everybody. We don't do they that no more. Either. We don't do that no more. God slap me. Okay. I played the dozens over oh, here. All right. So, no, 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 no. But, no, look, but I respect no. people that told me up front, I wouldn't fuck with you. Right. But also she tell you, like, you better not laugh at man one of these jokes because you grin, you win. Right. If you don't play, okay. then the shit ain't funny either. That's how I used to be. If you're not going to play cool, don't laugh when I get to flame with somebody. Because as soon as somebody start laughing and you ain't playing, my eyes just. <laughs> I'm like, so shit funny. <laughs> like, come on, man. I ain't even on that. I'm like, but you was chuckling. I can't eat like that. So I'm like, you uh, laugh kind of hard over there. Right. I, get, I get two jokes no, off. You get laughing and I'm going back about my business. I got to get that together. But we getting a little round for there. I'm going to clap it up for my guest of last week. So we done spent 30 minutes talking about fights at school. That yeah. was a pretty good conversation. It was very good. That was a great. I thought it was thrilling. Oh, I uh, it was invigorating. Uh, wow. Move the mental. Yes. Um, <laughs> shout out to my guests for last week. We had Chef Cy Solo of Cy Maiden and Daisha Lynn of Soy coming in to be a guest co-host. Shout out to our wonderful guest for this week. Yo, 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 yo. We got Tomo in the building. Yo, yo, yo. I'm going to allow you all since... You've been here before. This is you guys' first time. Let us all know who you are, kind of what you do, you little razzle-dazzle as a trio. Oh, thank you, thank you. Renice, would you like to start? It looks good. Well, is it just me or, or you? Well, is who we just are. introduce you. Oh, introduce you and y'all. Are. You know, okay. we always go left to right. Mm-hmm. Y'all funny. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, yeah, I'm Bernicia. I am one third of the Doula Report, which is a uh, internet series slash podcast about, you know, all things doulas, pregnancy, and uh, childbirth. I am Benicia with uh, IAM, Infinitely Aligned Majesties, and uh, I'm a full spectrum and body positivity doula, along with a long list of other shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you yeah, do? And that's, yeah, that's it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I am Charity, better known as Doula Bean, and I am, if you want third, the coochie. The coochie advocate, advocate. yes. <laughs> he gave me that name. He's so silly. <laughs> I am the coochie advocate, as everybody 
Uh, I'm curious. Damn, well, I forgot. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> he like, who she is, you know? What I mean? What's What's I like to advocate for some things. 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 I like me boss lady so i guess i'll make it hard um of the doula report podcast i'm a full spectrum doula i am a lactation counselor childbirth educator um oh i could say it on here and uh, just an all-around bad bitch okay we be trying not to curse on our show yeah, so we, like listen i'm, I'm working on it i'm working on it we be trying to shit no i am bro because uh, my, auntie, my auntie told me she's gonna be my pr she's like man we gotta get you to stop a little bit of the cursing for your old crowd i'm like all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, all the people act like they don't curse it's just a weak curse i don't understand they only say damn i only heard all people say damn my auntie's cursed the most. I give it to my mama. When I was younger, she didn't want us to curse, so she didn't curse at all. By God, I hit 21, and I swear to God, I heard bitch, oh this, and fuck these niggas so many times since I heard 21. She let it go. Now that y'all niggas grow. Now that y'all niggas grow. And that bitch, I was like, mama. <laughs> I am still your child. Her her mama mama it's before. really rare for a black family. I grew up in a curse positive home, mm. so everybody could curse. I've always been able to curse in front of my mom. I couldn't curse at her, but like if I was a kid and I felt like, me. oh shit, it was That's no me. big deal because she was cussing. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very curse positive home. I ain't never cursed at my mama, cursed my mama out, none of that. But like yeah, if I curse in front of her, she's not like, oh my god, you're disrespecting me because that's just. How we talk. Oh, yeah. We all curse. So. See, I'll be slipping in front of my mama. It is crazy because I'm 32 and I'll say it and I'll just be like, Damn, Paul. <laughs> I'll look at her. My bad, my bad. I'm like, Well, shit, then. <laughs> <laughs> like, you motherfucking right, line, mama. You gonna tap dance on that motherfucker. You're gonna try to find where that line you can cross that ass. Uh huh. Facts. Get on my damn nerves. roll up a joint and give it to her. After that, I was like, Shit. Look, that was the greatest moment of my life. I was talking to her about legal weed in Illinois. She's like, Yeah. She's like, yeah, I always say when I retire, I'm going to get hot in the motherfucker. I don't even smoke weed. Then I was talking. I'm like, yeah, woo, me going to Denver. She's like, you got some weed on I was like, girl, do I? Oh, <laughs> God, girl. <laughs> I said, what? She was like, you got a joint. I was like, well, I ain't got none. But since you want mama, I will go invest and buy some papers for you. So I rolled that motherfucker. I was like, Tear coming out my eye. <laughs> okay, that motherfucker. I felt like it was when SpongeBob opened up that jellyfish thing. I was like, huh, mama. Hey, this is what Why you need to do with it. Wow, ignorant. Because it was bro. like less than a year ago. What was the SpongeBob? Yeah. That, that's my motherfucking show. I'll listen. If I could sit and watch SpongeBob on the TV in my drawers now, I would thoroughly do it with no issues. I love SpongeBob because I knew it was above. The age limit I was watching. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, how did we end up watching this no, when I was little? It, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of things going on. It was not kid friendly. I love Randy Stevens. All of that stuff was wild. All of that shit was You had a male. His name Heifer, but that's a female. That was my brother's favorite show. Yeah, I understand. I mean, now as I get old, I was like, what's the name? Then you had the little turtle, I'm nauseous. 
I'm not shit. I'm not shit. Like I said, I'm gonna flip this motherfucker back. Man, but all them shows. I still watch Hey Arnold to this day. Gerald was a powerful. Yes, Gerald yeah. was a prophet. Even Hey Arnold wasn't appropriate for us. Like it wasn't kids. either. Where were anybody's parents? They just run they grandma. New they York. grandma stay high. That's stay all. High. She, she was fried. <laughs> she was fried every episode. No, Turns up. She was high as a kite yeah. every the episode. Only stuff that was like appropriate was Rugrats and um, what's his name, Arthur. I don't know. Was Rugrats had their mom's cause what the hell was y'all mama there when y'all was out here on the benches and shit? Soon they leave. All over the city. Right. Now, get your ass SpongeBob used to be on MTV after like 12 in the morning, but they would be hot. <laughs> their eyes would be red. All their eyes would be droopy and shit. And I'm like, bro, and you'll see it back on Nickelodeon. It was regular. I'm like, bro, this shit is not supposed to be on Nickelodeon. They had a whole episode cursing. A yes. whole SpongeBob episode where they, oh, cur- they oh, it was yeah, like thirteen yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, One yeah, time yeah, that, yeah. Nigga, that nigga, Mr. Crab, stubbed his toe. He said, "Am hey, my fucking word they had." Yes, I sat there for the longest trying to put the words together. I'm like, bro, like, I went back if they're using these right, I should be able to figure out what the hell they saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't figure it out. But I was like, bro, this shit is. They did. But- they used it in so many contents. It was like, what is it? It was. Yeah, like, it's, I was either, like, it's either shit, damn, or fuck. And I thought it was fucked, but then it was some words. Man, I counted the good curse words. I'm like, bro, yeah, I don't think it's 13 good curse words. You gotta start doubling up after about. I think she cussed in that episode. It was Mr. Crab Mama that went off. But then SpongeBob and Patrick started. Mr. Crab Mama went off. He went off. SpongeBob ended up going off. Look, SpongeBob cursed him. No. Uh, Mr. Krabs, I, Mr. Krabs did hit his foot oh, yeah. or something. And then Patrick and Spongebob started saying it. And he was like, I'm not supposed to be saying that. And they just kept walking around doing it. <laughs> saying that shit for all It was just, just like a little kid episode. figuring out a curse word. They was just going off all that. How the hell Mr. Krabs yeah, and Krabs and his daughter was a witch? <laughs> it was a lot of weird stuff going on. Who was Mr. Krabs' baby mama? He needed to be in that I've been feeling like Mr. Krabs got caught up in that. Somebody said you was a child. You signed the birth certificate. He found out he wasn't a child, but he still had to deal with his situation because it was no way possible he should have been taking care of that. But that mama was never around. Unless he adopted the dog, which is possible. He could have adopted her. Baby mama ain't shit. But I ain't never hear. I never heard him talk about the mama. Like I never heard him mention. He was just always with her daddy. I was like, damn, her mama straight, um, unless she passed. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe that was like his girlfriend, and she died. Maybe he paid away. I'll take care of the baby. Nothing, but he always had enough food for Gary. Like one time, he just didn't have the food. The show was a lie. He, he never had financial issues. No responsibilities. No. He was, was a Squidward was an angry white man. Squidward definitely an angry white man. Patrick lived in Section Eight. Facts. <laughs> Under a rock. You know, uh, but his shit was plush. Section Eight. Sins portrayed into like the SpongeBob characters. I seen really? stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like Greed with Mr. Krabs and then uh, Envy with Plankton. I could see that. I can they put so much subtle stuff in cartoons, you would never yeah. notice it. Hmm. Lust. Because he just wanted 
he just wanted everything, you know. It's, that's what Damn, it when you put it like that, now I'm like, don't, yeah. don't ruin my good, my good cartoons with your with your English. <laughs> Y'all gotta go uh, no, back no, major. Learn me, Bernice. Listen, you know you finna have me googling. So now I'm finna look. I'm finna to google it. Yeah, the episode. Y'all know I'm a google anything. You say something like. They did the same thing about Rugrats and like failing uh, Leo being like split personality, split personalities and all that stuff. They did. They even with Winnie the Pooh and said that they was all like mental illnesses. Like, but you can make something out of anything. Anything. Whether somebody did it on purpose or not, you can make something out of nothing. Especially if it's not fact. Winnie the Pooh kept it. I can see that shit, bro. You can. You started making make sense to your own self after a while. To make something true. I won't. Thank you. The person that say that. Yeah, my uh, I had now, a, wait a, a science teacher my freshman year in college, and she was like, never put that. that something as a fact because you can find evidence to support anything. So support whatever it is you're saying, but never call it a fact. And she's like, that goes for everything. And as I think about that throughout life, like, that's true. That's true. You now, can find evidence to support anything. Whether it's good evidence, bad evidence. That's what? I shouldn't agree. I agree that like nothing I say that all the time like everything is an opinion and something might be a fact in your opinion I say that all the time I but two too. two people saying something don't make it true I mean but that two people if two people agree on but them, you could people. convince some other people they might be yeah. Yeah. especially if we both came up with the same logical thoughts and I got a beard I just need one other person to say I got a beard but all of us can look at you I got a beard and I just need one other person to say I got a beard you might have Contagious. Yeah. According to somebody, Do I got a subjective. Beard? Yep. You in there? I, I third that uh, one. That's not that one, but you got your own. I like where you went. Wait, wait. Male is my two. It don't matter. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got a beard. She can renege all she wants. I got a beard. You do that. So, I'm before we go into a quick commercial break in a second, y'all. I like to do a, what I call a numerology corner. I try to find, if I can type in the meaning of the number episode we on, see if I can get something. If not, I'll try to combine numbers. Oh, together. let me do it because I did it earlier in my head. Did you? Yeah. Oh, y'all don't know about Bernice. Drop it, girl. Right. Well, let's okay. get it. Okay, so you on six and four, right? So you're coming into balance with the number six, and then it's a stability with the number four being, you know, a stable number. You have all four corners, so you have your foundation built. And then adding that together, you'll get a 10. So that's the endings and then beginnings. So it's like a fresh start, but closing out a different chapter. So there you that go. You can look it up right. too, though. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'll find it. I'm finna call Bernice. Am I lying? How much I call her? I'm like, hey, look, I just had this dream. Talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that all right? So I'm better than what I found. Well, the numerology corner's over, y'all. We've done that today. Okay. Shout out to our wonderful guests in the building. Shout out. And then I found one. It's actually two people on here, but the second one I forgot to delete off. I found I found a black sports player who wears the number of the episode we are. So I actually found one surprisingly. Hall of Fame Randall McDaniel played for the Minnesota Vikings and like Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I looked them up. I'll be trying to find it's hard. It's hard. What you getting? The only gonna get is football players at this point until mm-hmm. you get to like ninety one, and that's Dennis Rodman. Weird ass. But <laughs> I, weird I, I like the dude, but nigga still weird. We ain't gonna ever discount the nigga. Married himself. It don't get no weirder than who? Dennis I, Rodman. Andres. 
Yeah, he married himself in a wedding dress. I would like as yeah. I love you. Yeah, Dennis was a wild nigga. Denise was a wild nigga. I'll say that much. But we're gonna go on a quick commercial break. We're gonna come back and get plugged in right quick with Melanie Marie, and then we're gonna holler at our wonderful guest and just talk some good more stuff I've been going silly for the west side you might catch me rolling where the breath's right ain't no opposition I'm the best friend Skeletons in your closet, but your past don't exist. Got a pad on your list, got a pad on your lock. Calabas ain't the move, that's where everybody live. Plus, the mountain is hot, you forgot what you got. Uh, hold up, no sense. Uh, I recommend a moan with a toaster. I recommend a beer for the juices. I recommend you live with a shoe Take a fuse and infinity pools your check. You know, once I sweat them edges out, head down like vanity. I got the fuck ups, I got the damage. I got the gold dust, I got the anesthesia when you chose up This ain't a fantasy, we about to go up See, underhanded me, never got no love But understanding me, maybe come on us and
I ain't never been in the Matrix. I was there right then. We are back. It's Episode your 64. It's your boy, Nico the Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the extra intro. It's your boy, Nico the Great. And I got one half of the co-host tandem in the building. Melanie Marie, Bullet Talk STL in the building. And we are about to get plugged in with Melanie Marie and somebody. And I can't keep saying somebody <laughs> because I just don't know how to ever put it back on there. I'm not going to lie. But we got this long thing for Melanie. It takes us about three hours to find it each time. <laughs> but when we do find it, it's always but when we thing. do. And she tells the tales news about cannabis. We need a nice little news thing. <laughs> um, it makes you think. You hear her, you think, like, okay, she's going to come tell some good shit. She's going to tell some wonderful news. As soon as this ends, she's going to be around too. But it's one of those, but wait. There's more type of sound bites. That's only like, Nico will like, find okay, this. Nigga, you finna come in tell the motherfucking news. Only Nico. No, you're not gonna tell the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right back here. Every single time. And it's just like, we just don't shorten it. 
we just play it the same way it is. <laughs> Belly to Maria, Bud Talk, STL. Well, well, well. It's always a pleasure to be back in the building. Um, I have a high over from yesterday because it's 421. And I'm really, really still just high. It's like the highs running together. For those of you all who don't know me, I am a cannabis enthusiast, a cannabis educator, and advocate. I own and operate the Midwest's only minority-owned cannabis resource center, as well as Bud Talk STL, which is a social events um, organization and club. So what I do is I help people enter the $28 billion um, cannabis industry by way of uh, job placement, by way of medical cards. We have them for $40 right now, which is probably one of the lowest rates in the state. Um, it's normally about $150, but we get them for um, everyone so that they can have access to their medication. But on yesterday, we celebrated Mary Jane's birthday. I mean, and we just kicked it with so many um, cannabis business owners. So it's really important for me to get my people in the industry as it unfolds. Um, it's more than us just sitting up smoking uh, three ounces in one joint or a blunt. It's, it's more than that for me right um a lot of money to be made so i didn't really have a whole lot to say today other than um for everyone to just continue to support the mission um the strains of the week uh it's about 18 of them in here but there's seven for sure um we filmed a show called that show about weed which will be coming out on amazon tv all of the businesses that we work with over the past two months including ethnic issue more <clears throat> excuse me, other vendors uh, will be featured on here. So we'll be looking for that in a couple of months. Um, and, yeah, man, we just ask you all to continue to support www.budtalkstl.com, www.thecannereducationcode.org. Thank you. Y'all heard that. Mama, I'm be on TV. I'm be on Amazon Prime, Mama. Oh yeah, I'm a uh, so. Amazon influencer now too. So mm-hmm. I got into the Amazon influencer program, and so um, now anything that you buy on Amazon, if you click my link and then buy anything on Amazon within 24 hours, I get a commission. And so if you sell products on Amazon, let me know. I can put them into my store, um, and we can both do that. If any influencers are in here tonight, I can teach you how to apply. Um, but it's a yeah, really, really amazing program. Mind. My website is www.amazon.com/shop. Slash Bud Talk STL. Thank you for that plug. So, yeah, check me out. What's poppin', Riley? Making moves, man. Amazon TV. I never forget it. I never forget meeting you. You know how people just have just such a um a, a sweet energy. Like it's like ever since I met you, like you've always Cheer? been like that. Yeah, yeah. I know she got some shit going on. Don't do that. Don't do your friend like that. That's what I'm saying. It's a but there's a genuineness no, about her, is. though. You she know what I'm saying? Like, very much. Yeah. And I don't mean you a pushover because you're sweet and genuine. No, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. You're a genuine person. Yeah. She's no she crazy. She's she crazy. We all are. We're like we the same person, so I could blame it on you. <laughs> so, yeah. our wonderful crew here. What's up? What's up? Tell our people a little, you know, about the doula report and what you got. What a doula is. Kind of explain what all you do. And just know all that good jazz. Again, I'm curious. I want to start you. Why it's always me? Okay. So we'll start with just what a doula is, right? So a doula is a support person. We're an advocate. Um, we work with for birth doulas, right? Because there's all kind of doulas. 
sex doulas, death doulas, whatever. But for what we do, we work with women to support them during their pregnancy, pre-pregnancy, birth, um, postpartum period, all those things. Just trying to um, help them have a positive experience and lower the maternal mortality rate, especially black women. Um, in this country, the maternal mortality rate is too high anyway for anybody. But in black women, it's increasingly high. So we have what's right now called um, a black maternal mortality crisis, right? Mm -hmm. For every 100,000 live births, we lose about 41 to 42 black women, right? We're down there three times, almost four times now because it went up during the pandemic, more likely to die during childbirth or from a childbirth-related complication. So doulas work to try to decrease that and, you know, give women a better positive experience when they're having babies um, so it's not just so medical and so looked over. And it's not it's a thing that they're doing, not something that's happening to them. So that's what we do. Yeah. Girl. No, <laughs> And so, okay. I love being a doula. This has been life changing for me. Yes. It's nothing like being able to support other women, especially um, through your own experience. Um, myself, I mean, I was, I, was, like I, said, I was a teen mom. I had my son at 18. I didn't have a clue about anything. And knowing what I've learned now from the support to, you know, things I could have did differently, not being induced. Um, using uh, birthing balls and equipment and trusting my body and letting it do it still. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know the benefits really of breastfeeding when I had my son. So my, you know, my mission, especially, I really have a tender heart for the younger girls, like 18, 19, 20, I mean, anybody, obviously, 15, 16, I hope, you know, whatever. But you know what I'm saying. Anyway, 18, 19, 20, the young, young, young women who are having babies and you honestly, you don't even know your body yet. So I'm yeah. here to empower you. I don't want you to have such a traumatic experience or to continue to have children and not heal, you know, from it. So yes. it's, it's a lot that go into it, but especially in our community, um, we don't, I don't know if we just don't take it as serious, all these generational curses where our family, our grandmama, yeah. this is going to be the worst pain in the world, or you try to... I did it. Yeah, I did it. Granny. You can do yeah. it. Yeah. You all right. Yeah, Ain't nothing wrong with you. All that crying don't mean nothing. That baby, you, you got to take care of that baby. You a strong black woman. That's toxic. Shut you're up. Right. You <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. You weren't crying when you was having kids. No, uh, because it's two different things. Oh, now you tired of being a mom? Hell you were yeah. Crying when you ate that That's crazy food. that you're saying that. Because <laughs> <laughs> people would be acting like they weren't tired of being parents. Who like we want a lot of people want with their grandma. You know that's toxic black parenting, though, and it really it's is. it's prevalent. And it, um, I think for so long, I say this all the time, like our elders and our ancestors had to survive, right? And so a lot of toxic things went into survival, but in the age of technology and age of where we are now, we have access to so much information and education. Like we got to move from survive to thrive. Right. And so we had to like stop some of that toxic black parenting and some of those toxic, you know, just the way we communicate with each other and just that like having a baby is like a life changing thing. You know, like leave it to Bernice, she'll tell you it's a portal, right? To another dimension. You literally open up yourself to life. And so it's like you experience a lot of feelings and a lot of physical feelings, emotional feelings, and mental <clears throat> feelings. And so we are. My big thing is like I want to educate not just the birthing person, but the whole family. Yes. And try to rearrange some of those thoughts about the way that they treat pregnant women, birthing women, the way we handle our infants. You know, we still have the highest maternal mortality rate in any uh, developed nation, but we also have the highest infant mortality rate for black wow. babies, right? We lose 10.4 black babies for every 1,000 that's born. 10, almost 11 of them die. 
Mm-hmm. In the age of technology, it's no reason for that. And a lot of that is, is, I hate to say user error, but it's user error. It's us doing things that we should not do, but we don't have that information because your grandma did this, your mama did this, well, you lived, okay, but a bunch <clears throat> of babies didn't. Exactly. I got lucky. Mm-hmm. I lived in spite of. So we have to start to rearrange that. And so that's what we do with the doula report, right? You know, it costs to have a doula. People don't always have the funds available or even the knowledge available to hire a doula. So now we're into this web series, which um, it was ideal I had, and I could never think of anybody to do it with. And Charity said something one day, and I was like, girl, let's do it. She was like, let's bring Bernice in. I was like, bet, let's do it. Like, it just grew really, really, really fast. We weren't even supposed to start for, like, another two months. We really weren't supposed yeah. to start. But then we got blessed with a friend of mine, Ade, and... Um, because he came to me and he was like i'm trying to do something positive for uh black imagery and he was like i want to do something with you talking about doulas i said say less it just so happened we just had that conversation like we two days all, before literally we are always talking about what we can mm-hmm. do in the community how we can make changes and thanks to that he blessed us with this platform to be on real stl news every wednesday 5 30 p.m. <laughs> you want to catch us? You got it. Like, you got it. You got it. You know what I'm saying? It was a blessing, and you know, just instead of always showing bad stuff, let's let's talk about the good. Let's let's make some changes. Like mm-hmm. we got to say, spark the conversation. Mm-hmm. You and no matter how many times you have a baby, you reborn a new person, and I mean, it's it. You can die. What Having a baby. Yeah. Well, Tap in. Look, that baby in a pamper, and you have a pamper. Yeah. 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 Everybody in Paris. Everybody in Paris. Everybody needs to be yeah. taken care of. For real. Yeah. And I'm heavy. Shoot. You got to learn a baby. You got to learn yourself. You got to learn everything else. How everything else is going to fit into mm-hmm. your world. Some things might not go with you on that next side of okay. being a mother. Shoot. You got to mm-hmm. put some Say stuff that. down. It ain't Maybe. easy either. It sure ain't. Because your mind be like, you know, you want to do these things, you know, but you can't. You just can't. <laughs> I'm heavy on postpartum just because, especially like piggybacking off of Kyra. I really like, especially in our community, because a lot of times when you know relationships end up breaking up, even marriages, whatever happened, like that first year after the baby, first thing usually your partner say, man, like I don't know, she just changed after the baby. But your partner wasn't educated enough to see the signs of postpartum yes. or the symptoms and things you was going through. So now you are creating these um, black women images of being bitter and toxic and angry because we didn't know how to express ourselves when I'm hurt. I needed help and I didn't know how to express to you I was hurt and I needed help because I didn't even know what was going on with me. And right. now you left me in my worst stage and broke me even more. And I'm not down in me and please don't take it that way. I'm just saying you didn't know it. Ooh, you didn't know at the time what I was going through, you just knew you couldn't handle it. And it was a putting the strain on you too. Or you feeling neglected because I'm all about this baby now. Mm-hmm. So that's why we big on postpartum care as well because we want everybody yes. to be educated, everybody to be supported, and everybody to be rebuild those villages and working together as a family, mm-hmm. friends, having people to lean on, and support. Yep. Because that... Postpartum depression is just as being a black family, we're more likely to experience it. Y'all have seen a lot of families and couples break up after they have babies. Like, dang, they just had a baby. What happened? 
It's like the baby. Yeah. <laughs> the, the baby. The baby. The baby is the baby. You know, it's really difficult. And so we just work with women and families to just build them up and empower them to make good decisions, to make healthy decisions, make positive decisions, to keep that family unit tight, to teach their partners ways to support them so that they're not a part of the problem but a part of the solution. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, just being a coochie advocate because too many women <laughs> don't know. You don't uh, like the think about it, if you think about yeah. Mel, think about when you were in sex education in school, they did not really teach you about your vagina and how it works. Mm-hmm. There are so they just many taught you anatomy. Just like yeah. something so simple yeah. as you urinate out of a different hole than you are penetrated. And when I tell you you could do a post, a survey, and people do not no. know that. Hey, I got they a don't. It's something so simple about that. When I uh, had my first daughter, I was in the University of Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and I found out I was pregnant. And uh, for some reason or whatever, I started bleeding, and I went to the hospital. And this lady, she put the Foley catheter uh-huh. bulb that you blow up with the balloon. Yeah. She put that in my vagina and, and blew I- it up. And tried to give me an ultrasound, and I kept telling her, oh "Like goodness. that's the wrong, hole. that's the wrong hole." <laughs> that's the wrong. Like calling my mama, like, "No, come get me." They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> they do it. Right. Whatsoever. And then she, yeah, it was a whole thing. I was like, "Yeah, I gotta get out of here." At the hospital. Yeah. At the hospital. That's because you. And it was an older nurse, and I'm like, "What?" And she was like, "Well, sometimes it can be in." In where? Right. Like, how are y'all built that? Like, are you here? trying to go through my cervix, ma'am? It don't work like, like that. This cervix is an exit. Yeah. This is an exit. This is not yeah. an entrance. This is an exit. It you know, but that's it's important though. You can't be completely empowered about your birth if you don't even know exactly how your vagina, and your uterus, and your cervix are gonna all work together to get this baby here. And that's what we're for. And then, you know, just somebody to shoot the shit with. I talk to my clients all the time about all kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, wait, did you go to the doctor this week? <laughs> like, I forget. Like, you become a part of their family unit. Yeah. And it's yeah. cool stuff. And we had a doula report to share information and talk about it and get some good giggles in. But we don't curse on her. So it's family friendly. Except for Bernice, say <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> she does say shit. Miss. She be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, this, we provide resources to yeah, free yes. to the community, diapers, wives. We do a lot of giveaways. Just We just trying to empower families and just get everybody on track. At the mercy of sounding stupid. What does doula actually stand for? It is Greek, and it actually <laughs> originally means slave woman, and it has um, transformed to servant woman or support woman. Okay. To serve women. Yes. It's like a midwife is But it used to be a slave oh, okay. woman. We are. You have sex doulas, deaf doulas, anything. Gone and ass. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was trying to keep it positive. I was like, she didn't went to sex doula, this doula. That is positive. But it, that's positive. Okay. Okay. Isn't it I've, he, he I've, got a lot of information at once. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you that's know, you know what I'm saying. Like, we went supporting the pregnancy. We got sex doulas. We got chef doulas. We got this doula. We do. We do. There's so many levels of this. You can make it whatever you want. Just make sure you empower in the coochie. That's the whole way. Yeah. Period. Coochie advocates. Coochie advocates. Yeah. You got you went from one to three of us. I, okay. I gotta come up with a new name, man. And I mean, it's a whole she, lot of coochie advocates. Oh yeah, it's, it's, you just got three right here. It's a lot of us. I know. Shout out to Jamal Bird Village because it's I a know, lot of right. us. Okay? Yes. Training coochie advocates. That's what I'm shout out really to Jamal. Are they still in Ferguson? Yes, they're still in Ferguson. Shout out. And we got the homie. 
Uh, oh, hold on. Before you go, uh-huh. let people know where they can, you know, Please. watch your show, find information about y'all, or if anybody's looking for a doula. Um, you can find all three of us and our individual contact information on every social media at the doula report. I made it real easy. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, eventually I might start a Twitter about it, but it's just the doula report and you can find our individual contact information there. Email us at the doula report. Everything the regular way. way. I want to shout out Nico because I have never heard of anything like you all, and I think that you all are extremely important. To the black community, um, as, as a male figure, I, I do hear girls talk about all the time how they felt like they were alone. Yeah, um, and I have debates ever so frequently with some of my friends about like how how so many people like don't really know how like vaginas work and things like that. Like it's like no, it's not don't. it's I not my know. you know I, it's not my forte. So I already know that I don't know everything. So it's that. like I you can learn though. It would be beneficial for you. It would be beneficial. We should definitely how many have, orgasms like, can we see? It's fourteen different orgasms. I've heard that before. Fourteen. Uh, but there's just so many. I had a conversation with a girl earlier this week, and she's just like, I just felt like I was alone a majority of the time, and nobody. I didn't know any of the extra stuff. Nobody mm-hmm. told me this, you know. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who wants to be a lactation consultant, so I'm actually really glad that I met you all. Yeah, so I can tell do it. Send that reference. Do it. Do it. And COVID allows all this to be done online right now, so put do the it. baby to the tip. That's it. They're hilarious. That's, that's, the, whole, <laughs> that's, the, whole, that's the whole thing. Uh, all right, baby's on the titty. Yeah, baby's on the titty. Introducing myself, I guess now this Tomo T O W M O, bar guide artist here in St. Louis. Um, I love Nico is hilarious, and I saw the post about the show, and I said I just I just gotta come on. Uh, we do have the sold out show May twenty first at the City Foundry. My bad, you said that right. Nando STO is the headliner. And okay. then me, Retro Q, uh, and Concert Black will be opening. Uh, as far as, and I, I think that these numbers are like really important. As far as shows during COVID in St. Louis, only three of them have been sold out. One was a Jeezy concert. There was like some country concert. And then we did it. Turn 500 on. tickets mm. in 12 days. Amazing. And as far as at the City Foundry, I think that it's only had two sold-out shows. And one mm. was the country show, and the one was this one. And these are all local artists, which is extremely That's important, okay. in my mm. opinion. No national yes. lines. Yes. No Congratulations. Yes. Us meeting two, three times a week, trying to figure out how we're going to get it all going. Um, but the show is going to be live. It's going to be amazing. I just really, really cannot wait uh, to get on stage. And show all the work that we've put in just to get this far. And Nando has been working. I get a call from Nando every morning. Hey, what would you think about this idea? Is how we want to run merch? Uh, we're gonna have people on stage like this. Uh, we got this many tickets left. Like we, we as the tickets are being sold, 
he's like a he's like a if you've ever worked in a sales job, he was like the sales manager on the floor. Every time a ticket got sold, he sent it to us. He sent a meme behind it. Let's go team! Come on, woo! <laughs> like, we were out hustling to get these tickets out. Um, but when you have such such great direction, and I really really appreciate Nando for the opportunity and all the work, and just it's it's a blessing. It is such a blessing, um, and I, I can't wait. I just can't wait. Me neither. Man. That's what's up. You want man. us to come? It's sold out. We it's can't come. It's sold out. I'm glad you want to come. Mic go off. Biggie background. I said we the coochie advocates. Straight up. Yeah, I'm excited as well. I get to be the. Uh, Live media coverage okay. yeah. at the show. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm walk around talking to people, interviewing them. Mm-hmm. Yes, Look at you! Yay! Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. think of nobody better. Pray for yourself. You want to run like an ad the next time that we do this because we're going to take the show and like do it in other places. He said we need somebody like walking. Nico. We, you didn't let me finish. Mm-hmm. Nico. <laughs> right. We need somebody walking around. You want him to talk to random people. Uh, you want him to it's talk to, right. to us. You want it to be it, Nico. Mm-hmm. Call Nico. I call him. Right. And it's crazy yeah. that I do it because I don't. People don't. People that know me, I don't talk. I don't talk to people. I'll be to myself. I'm hella quiet until I get one of these in front of me. Then it's like sounds like mm-hmm. somebody we know. It's like turning the switch on. Really? Yeah. Imagine. Also, I want to shout never out. Never met anybody like that. The homie Stefan Urkel. <laughs> uh, he came on the show. Um, I was actually he got I got to do my first music video. Okay. With him, actually, and I'm actually featured on the song. Okay. Come on now. Come on now. Stop playing. I do the uh, all. Everybody hear me. I was talking about I want to talk on people's songs or do skits and shit. He saw me make a post and hit me up and told me was like, "Hey, bro, if I get a time, will you make it?" I was like, "Bro, just tell me when. Tell me a time." I pulled up to a studio or somebody's crib. I was there. I had an hour. I really needed like twenty five minutes. I wrote it all there, like sitting in in the studio, just listening to the song. That's so I'm the intro. I'll talk at the beginning, and then it's like a little breakdown. I'll talk again, but I'm in the home music video doing that. I say okay. my name, ethnic Ishimura, all of that. So okay, I I'm think so it's supposed to come out pretty soon. I, I thought he said this man. week, if not this week, sometime next week. Look so. at you! Right, look at you! Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. All your Jonah people to pay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't let nobody right. ever tell you you're a class clown and flame it ain't gonna pay off. Okay, right now I'm doing just fine. It's a nerdy Super excited about that. Super excited about the show. That's something different to add to. I've done vendor expos to interview people just by myself sitting there with a camera, and I get somebody to follow me around with a camera, and I get to just randomly talk. Oh, and I do have uh, my new single off in the meantime. Rain will be dropping uh, April 30th when it rains and pours. It's a, it's a really heartfelt song. I couldn't believe I almost forgot about this for a second. Um, again, it's all the songs on in the meantime. The project that's coming up, uh, I really get a chance to elevate myself. Uh, as you know, that I'm a bari, I'm a lyricist when I and anything that I rap on, and even the mixtape title has like a, a double entendre before i put out like a real project real project i wanted to do something uh in the meantime something to kind of show how i elevated an artist elevated as an artist and i also wanted it to show like my life kind of as it's moved 
That's why I had Victoria, where I kind of talk about my friend passing. In this song, I really get to talk about uh, a lot of the love experiences that I've had. And even though love's not perfect, you still want to give it a chance anyway. Mm-hmm. Turn me in there, baby. I'm going to learn something. Because <laughs> I ain't even no chances. Oh, Lord. Y'all heard don't, don't start on me. Don't start on me. Hi. Don't Hi. Don't Hi. No chances, y'all. I no just ch- want to hear the song. Damn. <laughs> no, I, can't, I can't wait. I got to listen to it. You know, I got to. When we did our episode, I'm going to do one with y'all pretty soon. Next, I'm going to be uh, out of town yeah. this week. You as well. Get our karaoke and some more episode recorded so I can edit it. Oh, so, yeah. I got for you. I got. You don't know what you want for. I got four mics. So I, I, just, I just need to know what song y'all sing so I can learn the words to it. We got you. But also, I got a setup where it's a camera that's gonna record us. I use my other phone. As long as it's hooked up to my Wi-Fi, whatever song we play, it just shoot the words across it like karaoke. I'm ready. I'm ready for my song. You know, you probably already know I'm singing me some baby. You know I'm finna sing baby. Right? You know I'm finna sing baby. Right? You already do it. You already know. I already do it. It's fun. I've done three episodes thus far. I love it. I was supposed to do one this weekend, but we we got too high in Denver. Shout out my nigga Kobe. Shout out my nigga Kobe Amos. We went to Denver for his birthday. It was super lit. Nah, yeah, So I got three episodes out. Y'all go on my YouTube. Karaoke Ishimore. Just check out the ethnic. Same thing. And at the same time, you can look at the ethnic Ishimore episodes. It's the ethnic Ishimore YouTube channel I got. Um, but be on the tube. I'm trying to get a whole lot more of those put out. And I'm super excited. And we have 10 minutes left. Watch and support both of them. What he said. Thank Black you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Made by ethnic issue more. Ethnic issue more. Yeah, I'm I'm she twerk, she clean, she got hella degrees. I got all the Yeah, I'll see y'all the link. Yeah, it's just an ethnic issue more. Click wow. on store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I mean, all of that. Yes, I'm gonna send you the promo code you should use and okay. get a discount. Okay, 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 brand ambassador. Come on with it then. Shout out to Tomo. He's gonna love a big discount. I heard that. But look, so before we leave, since we got 10 minutes, just kind of touching on two things. Derek Chauvin, uh, fuck him. Mm. I'll be, big fuck him. I hope I don't ever have to the the officer that killed. Oh, we know uh, that's George what I, said. I hope I don't ever have to hear from him again, see him I'll again. Pray. I don't even care. Like I'm sure he gonna get for each individual charge, he'll get the minimum sentence for whatever it is. That's fine. I hope they beat his ass in jail. Beat the brakes off. He looks so confused. Was, I can't stop. That's I that's cannot. That's I'm that's sorry. That's I'm sorry. Like, my my the white privilege was draining out of his head. He's like, nigga, what? I feel but like he said, nigga, what? That shit was hell. Like, nigga, what was a person for real, though? That's it right there. So you said what? <laughs> he like, come again. Uh-huh, come again. I beg your pardon. Excuse me. My man was perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had that look like he could not fathom that he was he going to jail. And they I had a, a side by side from the very first day of the trial. Right. He just in there like, I got this shit. Yeah, like he just had it in a bag. And then that he was conundrum. 
I knew they was going. I knew he was going to get a guilty verdict of some yeah. sort just because yeah, they didn't want the niggas to turn up. Niggas been turning up and they don't care. They've been letting us turn up. Like we throughout that whole situation with George Floyd, we were still turning shit up for Brianna. So we were still turning shit up. I think that they just knew. First of all, I think they got the right jury, but I think also everybody knew like if we let him off. It ain't like it was a situation where he was fearing for his life. It's nothing you can yeah. say at this point in time outside of you just didn't want to get the fuck up. Like, did you need a break? You had so many donuts. It was like, why can't I get up? That was just honor. You had So I hope I never have to hear, hear from yeah. or about him again. I do not want him to be like George Zimmerman, who is the gift that keeps on giving, and he will just I not can't die. That bitch ain't dead. Yeah. He just won't die. Yeah, he just won't fucking die. <laughs> So then we got the other case, mm-hmm. um, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Makaya Bryant. Mm-hmm. She was killed by a cop mm-hmm. in a situation where, it's from what I heard, she called the police did, due to did. being about to be jumped. Uh, the only thing, I don't know what version of the story he heard prior to pulling up. All he sees is somebody with a knife going at somebody, and then he shoot full time. And it's like, you got you got all of these. They have a belt. You got all these things on your belt, and you going to shoot this girl four times? And it's like... I know for me, like I was in that exact same situation when I was like 17, bunch of girls, have, no, 16, bunch of girls followed me home from the jump. First day I went to the house, did, I grabbed a knife. My grandmother was there, you know, my elderly grandmother. So I grabbed a knife and I called my mom because here's the thing. It was a whole lot of them. Like, I can't fight all of y'all at the same time. We can fight one-on-one, but I can't fight all of y'all at the same time. But that's what you do. Anybody tell you, somebody comes to your house, you stand your ground. Like, we've been yep. talking that before, stand your ground was a thing, right? But they actually had opened the door to go in her house. Like, at that point in time, whatever she had to do to defend herself, she had to do to defend herself. He didn't have to shoot her. But it's like, all them adults? That's the point. Why are y'all That's there? The part I got and then there was a dude kicking somebody. Like, who was the yeah, man that was kicking somebody yeah. down when they pulled up? Like, did y'all see her brother? Because they had tried to I heard it was somebody related to her. Right, I'm sure it was somebody related to her. But it's like, you just have to, at some point in time, like, adults have to know that like, the police are looking for any reason at any time to take one of our lives, right? They, they do it with impunity. So they don't even have to think about whether they should do it or not. And it's like the adults, if nothing else, when they saw the police, they should have been like, stop, y'all, stop, stop. Somebody, like, nah, he's still who, kicking and screaming. Yeah. Somebody who, 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 who <clears throat> voice going to trigger your brain, like, stop, y'all, stop. Or no, 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 no. Nothing, none of that. They all sitting there. First of all, some of them standing around. Y'all should have stopped this shit before it even got out. Yeah, the accountability. And some adults, now we in the age where they get on shit. Motherfuckers want to record and look around. Man. That part. I That's would have never let, I, once I saw, especially somebody in my family, I'm like, all right, bro. That's let me try to stop. Said, if it gets to the point where we can't stop it, then shit going to have to get handled. But I'm not going to have to, one, I'm not going to let you catch no charge for stabbing nobody. Period. And right. I'm not going to let them beat up on you. Right. So I'm going to try to intervene. Everybody out there should have been trying to stop that shit from happening. And especially knowing the police going to get called. And she knew she called them. Mm-hmm. So the police. I mean, she, but the, the, when she called them, they, that was like the girls was outside trying to jump her. And everybody was like, well, why did they go outside? Like, it was just so many things that should have been held accountable, yeah. including 
him being an officer, knowing that these are the type of things that you're going to encounter every day. This is not something that um, should be like out of the ordinary for you as an yeah. officer. You know yes. that people are volatile. People have things going on. This is your job. So you you supposed to be trained to handle this type of situation better. There was no de-escalation. They not trained. There was none of that. It was immediately a kill shot. It was a big girl with a knife. And yes, it is. That's a deadly weapon that she was carrying. Yes, she is outside. Yes, somebody else's life was also in danger. Yes, we have to be accountable and look at all of those things. But as an officer, you have a duty Mm -hmm. to protect and to serve. Yeah, and you did not have to gun that girl down like that. You had a taser like and everything. Shoot her in the leg. Right? The give her away. something. I'm about to shoot. Give a warning. Give us. I mean, but shot now he just started like, shot stop, stop, get down, get down. Stop stop they definitely can't do that. They can't do that either. They can't do that. They can't just. They can't just shoot in her as a warning well, shot. That's still against. He could have still. What they was supposed to be knowing, but that's the problem, though. Like. They have those kind of stipulations that they can't do that. You can't but do you that. can go, you can, you can, shoot you can feel anybody out here full of lead. And everybody's like, well, some people are saying, well, he saved the other girl. Shit, by the grace of God, because he was shooting. He was shooting. Nah, I did. I didn't watch the video until like a couple seconds ago, I'm going to be honest. Because those kind of things now are like, I'll be trying not to be triggering. It's, 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 super, it's, 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 it's super triggering. I think like the first, like, I think like the second time. One of these events, not it's like right before George Floyd. I think it was the Philando one. I I I was talking to my mama about it, and like when these things happen now, this is the only thing I can remember is this crying face that my mama has every time this stuff happens. So it's just like super traumatic for me mm-hmm. to like watch and do. And I think she said something real important to me. She was like, "Before we get down to like the breakdown of like cops and like all of this other stuff, you took my son from me." And like, then it's it's, 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 it's the tears from there. And she's just looking at me and it's like, you took my son from me or my daughter or my child. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and though that she said there was more after that, but those are the words that like hang up on me. Like when you are put in those kinds of positions, you have to remember, like you are handling somebody else's the most important thing to them. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care because they're allowed to do it impunity. If we, ever had more cops going to jail they would be more hesitant if it wasn't up to the taxpayers in the city to pay the family for wrongful death they would stop doing it if they had to come out of their pension if they had to come out of their own insurance that they would be required to carry which is like a lot of what defunding the police is about like if they had to do that they would have a little bit more pause but it's no punishment i don't i don't even have to pay if i kill you as a cop like the city you Mm -hmm. Your taxes are going to pay you back for the life I took from you. And the police like, union is also going to make sure that you have everything it. else you need to. Everything. They, that's they something look. that they never they investigate. They never investigate said, the police unions. That's why I said. If you're a white cop. Because I don't remember what it was. Was last year you called mm-hmm. a black cop after mm-hmm. killed somebody? And what happened? Lost everything. Fire. Yeah. You get, you don't get shit. Mm-hmm. You got to go. Yeah. I mean, but black cops, they do in some places get away with it, you know. And it's just like, when you look at an institution like policing that originated from slave catchers, I mean, that's literally... That's what it was, yeah. If you look at the actual Mm -hmm. history, like, it's just like saying, oh, okay, well, one day the KKK won't be racist. No. No. You're racist in your foundation. You're racist forever. Mm -hmm. Your institution is racist because it's written into how you're built, how you work, how you train. It's It's your culture. And so, mm-hmm. it's, and that's what all of defunding police is about. It's like we defund education every year. We just close how many schools? 
for St. Louis Public Schools? Like, what, yeah. seven more schools? We defund education every year. With, def- with defunding the police, explain how, where defunding it would now put money to. Like, how, okay, so you say defund the police. So a lot of people don't services. understand what that means. Right, so other institutions yeah, that can provide services. <laughs> so, like, uh, more money for social workers to be able to have um, culturally competent training to be able to handle those things. You know, you could call like a 511 number and say, hey, uh, I think somebody's having a mental health crisis and somebody who's trained to handle that would be able to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about like other things that the police do, they don't need a lot, as much money as their budget is to stop people on the highway, right? It's nothing. Like, why are we still stopping people for traffic, for lights? The send police should not have that home. responsibility anymore. Send them, they should send be Send a ticket to their home yeah. and, and leave people alone. Right? And so that's what defund the police is all about. You know, put money back into education, into community organizations, to community um, centers and things like that. Things that are actually shown to reduce crime because no amount of policing actually reduces crime. Mm-hmm. They don't fight and prevent crime. <clears throat> nope. Right? They only encounter you once you are considered a criminal. Mm-hmm. They don't protect or serve. They are criminal catchers, right? Um, and so you build up the community, you build up the schools, you build up the community centers, you build up mm-hmm. mental health resources and social responsible, socially responsible resources. And it's like, y'all still got several million dollars in, in the police mm-hmm. to pay y'all to do something like traffic, maybe like yeah. stand in the street and like tell you to go this way. Maybe that. Like, so- <laughs> that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be nice, but that's just stupid. Like, like cops anything. don't make it. It don't. Like this, I agree with the post. There's no song called "Fuck the Fire Department." Like I don't yeah, know. Right. Like, <laughs> Fuck the Fire, fire Department. department. Right. Like, They're not they, bothering anybody. There's no reason, in my opinion. And actually, this is what I'm saying because I think this is more important. I used to work at Quick Trip, and cops used to get like free shit all the time. And I was like, I'm, I'm not doing that. Y'all gonna pay? If it's, <laughs> if it's like a teacher or something, sure, I would get the teachers right. who like work at East. Shit. I would get them free stuff, but I would like ring them up, and they'd be like, "I thought this was free." Not no, no. <laughs> they, they came in one day and there was like another girl who was talking to the cops and she and he was just like well I don't look at it you know the, the way you all think that we should look at it and I was just like well don't be a cop and I just kind of like walked away like when you like listen to like cops like yeah. really talk mm-hmm. they're not these they're heroes that they're yeah. They, 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 they white people want them to be like they're not. 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 They ain't handing out baseball cards no more. Smiling. Right. Like, like, no, it ain't this. I, ain't I, I know like one or two cops maybe that I've been cool with. They came in quicker. Maybe the rest of them we couldn't get along. I don't rock with you. I can't talk to you. Like that. They should be sending out like therapists I, I and stuff like. For- Joining the police academy, like, oh, well, brother, we're not you're one of them. Like, oh, you're one of them. Because you're not going to get in there and do what you think you're going to do, right? You're going to get behind that blue line and you're going to stay there because that's going to be the only way you can be protected in your job because sometimes there are dangerous people, right? And then there's, and, and, and cops crooked as hell. They will set the you most up corrupt. to be killed. It'd be so much corruption mm-hmm. going on behind them. Move that up. Oh. Man, listen. I'm not excusing the cop out for it. It's just a whole lot of wrongs there from the, the, from so the beginning to the end. If we don't control our own community, True. then this shit's going to keep happening. 
That's, that's just it. We got to get control of our own kids. Get control of this. It just perpetuates the Angry black woman. That's what all this screenshot of her with this knife mm-hmm. is going at another black woman. That's what it. That's all they see. Anything. Anything after that is nothing else. So more perspective. That's like that's that's why I do music because there's so many like more perspectives to that story than just like the picture that you see up front. Yeah. Like I was getting jumped. There was, yeah, but so it's even deeper than that. They already said she was in foster care. It's so many things that is now going to be able to be used. As yeah. what we would call a stereotype off. or a stigma, oh, yeah, but it's perpetuated over and over. Because everything between it's an easy one for him. It's gonna be an easy one. So that's just crazy. We definitely have to talk a little more. I'm gonna actually get some officers on here one day. Get a couple on my notice. Can I come back? You sure can. Okay, I have a master's in human services. While we're on May eighth, with an emphasis in criminal justice. I got a criminal justice degree too, so I definitely when I definitely get it together, I make sure to put the word out so you are aware and definitely can pull up. Nigga representation. Um, I want to appreciate everybody that came and you know clap mm-hmm. it up for y'all. One matter of fact, I want to clap for y'all. DJ, dropping bombs. Coming in, kicking me at the Doula Report. We got Tombo, always Nico the Great, Melanie Marie in the building as usual. You know we get to. Have fun, and it's our ending of the show, which I usually hate. I'm kind of sleepy tonight, I ain't going to lie. I forgot what I'm going to go drink. Man, man. man, turn up. See, I used to do that in my youth. <laughs> I'm, to I'm old I'm now. I'm I got to go nurse. I got to work in the morning. <laughs> but y'all make sure y'all tap in next week. I got Adam Murphy of Midwest Mixtapes coming back in, and then I got Jay Alzier coming in the building to come kick it next week. Oh, Jay coming next week? Yeah, Jay will be here next week. Him okay. and uh, Adam Murphy and Midwest Mixtape. Okay. So they're going to come and kick it with us. <laughs> so y'all make sure y'all tune in. Uh, shout out to My City, My Music. Shout out to Soldier by Blood. Shout out to Cash App. Uh, as usual, Jack Dorsey, I'm trying to get my student loans paid. And, um, <laughs> okay. You don't have to give me the money outright, but you can teach me the game. But if you prefer to give me the money outright, who am I to tell you what to do with your money? <laughs> so uh, we're going to make that happen, Jack. We're going to talk about that when you come on the show, too, because um, I ain't letting that go. Um, <laughs> but it's your boy, Nico the Great of Ethnic Ishamore, and I got one half of the co-host tandem. Melanie Marie, Bud Talk STL in the building. And we out this third. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! ...with a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she is.